Welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of Strike 3 Podcast. Boy, where do I even begin with this? This is a subject that has been on our to-do list ever since we started the show, and I'm ashamed to say that it has taken something drastic for us to address it. And this transcends baseball. This transcends everything else. It has everything to do with the whole officiating community, regardless of sport, and it's officiating abuse by fans, coaches, what have you. We are fortunate enough to have 17 other countries uh, besides the United States that uh, tune into the show. And thank you to all those countries that do uh, listen in. We need this message spread out to every fan, every coach, every administrator, everywhere. Because us as officials, we have had enough. Absolutely enough. There is absolutely no excuse for a coach, a fan, to put their hands on us. That's it. I, I don't care if you disagree with the call or not. Guess what? It's a sport. I'm as hot as a pistol over this, and so is everybody else. And uh, sorry, I didn't mean to get on a soapbox, but um, we have an extremely brave uh, young lady who is joining us on our show today, and her name is uh, Christy Moore. She's a softball umpire from Mississippi who was unfortunately assaulted physically by a parent after a game and was brave enough to put her story on Facebook, and it has gone viral. Um, we also have... Uh, and unfortunately, this is nothing new, but it took something that drastic uh, for uh, a female to get assaulted by another female for us to, to recognize uh, what's happening. We also have uh, the, I guess you could say, uh, founder of this crusade on uh, officiating abuse, uh, Brian Barlow. He's an extremely accomplished soccer official. And he also has a Facebook page called Offside. I highly recommend everybody take a look at that on Facebook. And we'll have the link uh, below for, for the show. So without further ado, please uh, sit back and relax and enjoy our uncomfortable conversation with softball umpire Kelly Moore and soccer official Brian Barlow. Thou search for the source of taking your umpiring to the next level has ended. Rest thou weary body, and allow thou's ears and mind to be uplifted for body and soul. For thou hast found Strike 3 Podcast with your host, CB, Enoch, and Trav. Alrighty then. Well, 
Well, welcome to another splendid edition of Strike Three Podcast. I'm CB. I'm Enoch. And I'm Trav. Can you believe all three of us are on a podcast together? It's about freaking yeah, time. How'd that happen? Got together. Good I don't know what happen. the hell happened with that. Jeez, I mean, the last time was the uh, clinic. Yeah, oh. it was. That's it's been a while. It's been a while. Eric, catch us up. What's been happening, brother? Um, ne- neck deep in in the signing, trying to work games still. Occasionally doing a day job. So. <laughs> Occasionally <laughs> fitting that little thing that actually makes you money in. <laughs> yeah, it's, as long as I can keep the service within snorkel depth, I, I'll settle for that. Absolutely. Definitely, <laughs> snorkel definitely depth, will. I love it. Trav, what's been happening, brother? Oh, not a lot. Uh, uh, from the last episode, everybody knows I was on the uh, injured reserve list. I have now been cleared by the doctor to get back out on the field and looking forward to it. Uh, first game is set for Saturday, uh, this Saturday, tomorrow, coming up, and look forward to getting out there and running around and doing what I do, what I like and do best. That's fantastic, so, man, because I, I wanted you to heal fast because you and I have a doubleheader yeah, next Friday. We've we got one next week, so. Yeah, so that'll be a blast. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Awesome. Let's get to the nuts and bolts of why we're here. And this subject is a long time coming for us. We wanted to do this in particular show, uh, official abuse. Or the a year abuse and of- a half now. Yes. Yeah. yeah it this has, has been and- on our blo- on our docket for quite a while since we kind of thought of the show. Yes, and I'm and I'm sorry that it's taken uh, something uh, dramatic or drastic to happen uh, for us to address it. However, better late than never. And this subject has me as hot as a damn pistol um, mm. because it, there's no excuse for it. Those of you that are listening, it's a uh, this week has been horrible for. Uh, a, officials and the reason being is the one being uh our guest christy moore who is a uh, softball umpire from mississippi she was physically assaulted by a parent uh at a game and uh she put her uh picture on uh, facebook and it has gone absolutely viral the next day uh a guy by the name of uh well i won't mention his name but uh there's another official down in Denton, Texas, who was assaulted by a coach. We already have a hard enough time getting officials to officiate games to begin with. This is going to make it 10 times harder. We also have on our show a guy who is at the forefront of official abuse and parents behaving badly. Uh, not not as abuser. Not as no. abuser. Right. Very? <laughs> My gosh. And by the way, we call those people cheeseburgers. I mean, cheeseburgers, yes. Yeah. Cheeseburgers, huh? yep. cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. And we have Mr. Uh, Brian Barlow. Brian, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, guys. And 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 I hate that we're 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 meeting and joining each other in, in, in this incident. And let, let's just start the show like this, though. Kudos to Christy. You don't Amen. know how many people. You don't know how many officials hide behind their badge when something like this happens. And. Uh, when I saw Christie's post earlier this week, um, I, I, I immediately um, liked her. I immediately followed her. I immediately knew and educated myself of her story. 
uh, she is courageous, beyond courageous, to put it out there the way that she did. And uh, I hate that it's happened, and I hate that we're talking about it, and I hate the, the subject matter that it is, but um, we got a good one in Christy. Thank you. Do. Absolutely. It's really oh. funny because when I posted the original post, I did not post it public. It was just set to my page. That was it. And one of my friends said, hey, can you make this where I can share it? And I said, sure, and I did, and here we are. Wow. Oh. And just, a, just a little background on Christy. So could you kind of share this? You're, you're quite an accomplished umpire. Um, it's a softball umpire. And you're you're quite an accomplished person. I mean, you're a mother of two teenagers. Um, you, you're the program director for AmeriCorps down in, in Laurel, Mississippi. Um, you're a UIC. You've been umpiring for for a decade, at least a decade. Um, you're the the umpire in, in chief for the city of Laurel, Mississippi, and for United States Fast Pitch Association for the state of Mississippi. You're the UIC. So. Yeah. You're just not a, a newbie walking in there has no clue what's going on, which shouldn't happen to those people either. But wow. you're a very accomplished sports official to have this happen. I, I just shake my head. I, and, uh, so, but thank you for being brave enough to share it with us. So thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you all so much for having me to share my story. Can I can I jump in, in here, guys? And okay, I, I have a couple of questions, not my show, but I, I'm- No, I'm, by all means. I, I'm truly intrigued by, by Christy and, and like I mentioned earlier, her her courage, kind of walk me through. Did did like walk me through? I know I read your description, but walk me through those moments and and how terrified were you and what was your reaction? And the ironic thing is, she's wearing a mom of the year T-shirt. <laughs> right? I'm sorry, she didn't get my vote, yeah. but <laughs> those moments. All right. I actually, I'm not normally on the field for our tournaments. When I'm there, I'm the umpire in charge. So I'm overseeing the umpires, rule questions, protests, that kind of thing. I had an umpire get sick, um, had to leave. So I jumped on the field. This was a 12U uh, softball game. Jumped on the field, game was already in progress. Um, this bunch of parents was kind of rowdy from the time I got on the field. I'd already thrown out one woman before the one that actually punched me for screaming profanities across the field, calling me a bitch and what have you. So I tossed her. And then we had a play at second base. Uh, it was a slide still. Runner was under the tag. Tag was high. I called her safe. This parent just completely lost it, screaming across the field. I'm going to F you up, bitch. Who do you think you are? just <laughs> on and on about it and so I told her uh, she was gonna have to leave and she refused to leave at that point and so I went to the coach and I said either she leaves or I'm forfeiting this game we're not going to continue to stand out here with this profanity in front of the children um, this is not what we allow and um, he never moved off his bucket never got up one time even when the first lady was cussing me out never tried to diffuse the situation at all never did anything he just kind of looked over there and was like, eh, yeah, tell her to leave to somebody. And she got up and she turned around and looked at me. She said, when you come off um, the field, I'm going to slap the F out of you, bitch. And she turned around and walked away. I, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, she's, she's 
mad. She's obviously very angry, but she'll calm down. You know, I mean, she'll calm down and, you know, it'll be okay. And I thought she left, but she obviously did not leave. But we finished the game and probably about two more innings, an inning and a half at that point. I was walking off the field. I was about three steps off the field. I mean, it all just happened so fast. Like, she was just there. And Had she been hiding? Had she been hiding? She had been hiding, yes. Come to find out. Um, she had went around the other side of the concession stand, and there's some trees there, and she was kind of standing over at those trees just waiting for me to come off the field. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And so... <laughs> I mean, did she just take steps and you were like, holy crap. And then next thing you know, you're on the ground or did you try to overt or how'd it go? How, how did that moment happen? Uh, I walked off the field and I, I saw the parks and recreation guy, which is actually from here. I work with on a daily basis, hitting my way really fast. And that was the first thing that I noticed was like, uh, you know, you just don't have time to process it all, you know, right then. But I saw him coming. Uh, really quickly and then the next uh, look and she's like right there in my face and I said um, you need to get away from me and then she said um, something to the effect of what you got to say now bitch or something and and punched me what did the people what did the people do around you that I, I'm always most intrigued about the reaction and the lack of courage, the lack of leadership, the lack of responsibility, the lack of being a rational, logical adult. I'm always curious of the reaction of the people around these incidents. Um, the reaction was I was surrounded immediately by parents and Protection. mostly women at that point. They were, it was mostly women that surrounded me. And um, I, I'm, I'm known at these tournaments. I mean, I'm known I'm at all these tournaments. So everybody for the most part knows who I am and you can, um, everybody was just screaming, Oh my gosh, somebody just hit Christy, you know, and then you can, if it's Christy, okay, I'm surrounded. The lady fled the parks and recreation man chased her to the parking lot. Um, she was uh, leaving. He got her car tag and a photo and he was on the phone with the police at this point and they arrested her a short time later. Wow. Wow. I literally, the police came to the Sportsplex to talk to me and I ID'd her off of her um, driver's license photo. So at that point they had her pulled over. I ID'd her. She went to jail. And I'm going to open myself up here and be real vulnerable. And this is the first time I've done this, but um, I literally shook like this for about three hours. Um, after this happened and the policeman just kept saying you're okay you're okay it's adrenaline you know you're okay you're gonna be okay um, she's gone she's not here anymore you're, you're gonna be fine but you know it's hard it's just this has just been really hard it's a hard pill to swallow and it is hard to put yourself out there and expose yourself to this and the amount of love and support that I've gotten has really been overwhelming, but there's also been, there's also been some, oh, you deserve to get punched. Should I got the call right? Your other eyes should be black too. Um, things of that nature. And it's just, it's ridiculous that this has come to this point 
across the board or, and for any official to have to even have this in the back of your mind, like that this could possibly happen to you over a ball game. Christy, can I ask you, was it, was it feeling shameful? Was it embarrassment? Was it the actual pain of the hit? Was it knowing that those kids were probably standing there watching? What, what, what was the ultimate that, that probably caused you the most grief? Um, the most grief for me has been um, all of those things are part of it. But the hardest part for me was um, that this happened in front of children. Yeah. And the majority of these children I know and love and have a personal relationship with them because I've umpired them for years and been around them. And they started crying. There's children crying everywhere, parents trying to comfort them. Um, but really the hardest thing uh, was when I got home and um, I'm sorry. No, take your time. We're, yeah. we're in no hurry. Take your time. The hardest part was going home and my kids seeing me mm. and starting to cry and just saying, you know, like, mom, we don't want you to do this anymore. Like, we don't want you to get hurt. And, um, mm. you know, this doesn't just affect me. It affected my children as well. And, mm. you know, my parents and my sister and my boyfriend, I mean, just everybody across, the, you know, in, in my immediate circle, this has been really hard them as well so um but it is embarrassing you know and, and i'm not sure why i feel that i'm embarrassed by this because even if i blew the call which i didn't in my opinion and i even checked with my partner. there she is there she is guys <laughs> there we go all right so, here we go <laughs> i did not blow this call i mean oh. the coach never even came on and and said will you check with your partner but i mean man when she just lost it I, I checked with him on my own. I just, I was like, hey, you know, went up there and I was like, look, did, did I just totally like blink and miss something? Was there a tag down low that I somehow just did not see? What happened here? And he was like, absolutely not. He was like, I got, she's safe all day long too. Tag was high. She was on the back. She's safe. And I was like, okay. And then she just kept on, just kept on and on, like threatening me and cussing me. So, but I didn't miss the call. Good. No, you didn't. And you, know, and you know what? You know what, though, Chrissy? I mean, here's, here's a deal. Even if you missed it by, by a mile, it does not validate, constitute, or, or allow, give anyone permission at any point, at any level, the mm -hmm. highest to the lowest, to do to you what she did to you. You're right. And listen, as far as an, as an embarrassment standpoint, um, no. I hate to say this, but you are one of the few officials, top level, mid-level, low level, that was courageous enough, not only just to post your story, but take a picture of it and visually showcase to the world what these perpetrators, these cheeseburgers, and I, I, she doesn't even deserve the term cheeseburger. She's an asshole Straight up, definitely. for doing that definitely. to you. And so you don't walk around with shame. You don't walk around with embarrassment. You walk around with honor because that Rooney, Sorry, my dog is pissed off too. 
That's right. I thought it was my. I thought it was my dog. I was like, "What the hell?" But listen, we're all pissed off over here, and this has been right. a bad week. No, this is, and, yeah, and just no. to be clear, I, I had nine incidents, nine incidents this week of not just referee abuse but assault, and it's too much. What you're doing and 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 the story that you're telling, honestly, has to be told. We have to get this out there. This this, no. this is a game. These are our children's playground. And, and we're allowing, the leagues are allowing, the administrators, the leadership, the board directors, um, we're allowing people to behave and treat our officials like this. And it's wrong. It's unacceptable. And it's people like you that have a black eye, true members of society. It's not like you're some slug out there. You're, you're a mother, you're a girlfriend, you're, 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 a, you're a member of society, a high ranking member of society, not just an official. And we're allowing people to sucker punch us and it's got to stop. And you know, people are mad at me all the time because I have this voice and this reach and this influence. I'm not going to shut up Amen. because of people like you, Christy, because of people like you, listen, I, I, I have an, I have a 17 year old son. I have a daughter that is 17. I have a son that's 17. They're Irish twins. My daughter already quit refing because of incidents like this. My son is on the verge of being a high level soccer official. If I ever saw someone treat him the way that you were treated, I would lose it. You can do that to me all day long. Don't do it to one of my partners. Absolutely not. Do not do it to one of my kids. Yeah. So your story has to be told. So, so that, that shiner that you got, it's gold. Not, not saying it should have happened. I'm just saying, over it, okay? I'm over yeah, it. right? <laughs> we have a story to tell and, let, and let's tell it loud. Let's tell it proud now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For our audience who doesn't know who uh, uh, Brian is or what uh, his story about, can you, Brian, can you give us a little bit about a uh, little bit background on uh, what you do uh, as an official and how this crusade started for you? I don't know, Brian Barlow flies to games. I, I I'm so <laughs> jealous, man. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's right. I do, but uh, I also have an airplane, which makes it a little easier to get to games too. Not that I'm bragging, but uh, I do have an airplane. You know? <laughs> no, uh, no. I listen. Yes, I, I, I'm a soccer official, and I've <laughs> I've been fortunate to uh, keep my fitness and 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 my experience and and learn and and be assigned some pretty good games. We'll just say that, right? So. Um, but but my passion is is being the voice of and the advocacy of of officials. Listen, we all know and everyone knows, and the people that we work for and the people that assign us and the leagues that need us know that we're not being treated fairly in in pay, in in treatment, in in the way that we're perceived by the people that watch us on the sidelines and behind the nets and behind the fences and uh, in the bleachers. And um, listen, I just had enough. And I'm a marketing guy. I'm a, I'm a speaker by trade. That's my profession. And you know, I, one day I just realized, I'm like, listen, I, I have all these attributes that the officials don't have, but I have them professionally. And um, so I'm gonna use them to all of ours benefit, all of, the, all of us, uh, us as a benefit. And so I started this little page, this little Facebook page called Offside. And the reason I call it Offside is because everyone yells, hey, you missed it, it's Offsides. And I'm like, you listen, dumbass, it's not even called Offsides. Offsides <laughs> is not plural, it's singular. You can't be offside on both sides of the field. So first off, you're wrong. <laughs> you lost all credibility, shut up, right? <laughs> right. So I called it Offside. 
And then I just started making fun. You know, when you wear the badge and you walk, you know, you fly to your games and stuff, you know, when you're the referee or the ump, you know, you can't really say anything. You just do your job and you hear what you hear and you go on with your business as long as it doesn't negatively affect tremendously the game. But um, so I thought, you know, I, I do have a voice and I do want to say something. I do want to stand for something bigger than just me. So I started making fun of people online because I didn't have my badge on, right? <laughs> so that's how the page started. And then I, somebody sent me this video of, of a very similar story to Christy. And I thought, you know, I got four or 5,000 people following me. I'll post that video. I made a bold statement, which was one of my marketing pleas to my companies that I consult. And I'm like, listen, if you post videos or if you see people treating officials like this, <clears throat> capture the video, send it to me. And if I post it on the page, I'll give you $100. Well, little did I know the New York Times was following the page. <clears throat> and uh, two weeks later, I get a phone call from this guy from the New York Times. I'm like, oh, yeah, right, right. So like, I literally like, <laughs> and, uh, I hung up on him. Um, <clears throat> Bill, uh, Bill Patterson. <clears throat> and uh, long story short, he, he was he was in my house uh, like a week later and followed me around for two days. And then two months later, this entire thing on the front page of the New York Times sports section. And I then I, I, I no longer was a referee. I was a, I, I quickly became an expert in, uh, parental behavior and uh, uh, referee abuse. And I, I, I kind of created this role that I have become. And here we are, here we are talking to Christy, who has the best story, the worst story of the week, but we're gonna, we're gonna, make, we're gonna make something of it because this is Definitely. the stuff that happens way too often and it's gotta stop. And so that's where I am today. That's my position, that's my role, is I have a reach and an influence and the ability to make people understand this has got to stop. So I started an acronym. It's called Stop Terminating Officials Permanently. There's a whole initiative behind it besides the offside page. And that's that's unfortunately why we're, why we're here. And I'm going to have to let my dog out. Hey, live podcast right here. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so while he's doing that, Christy, have you uh, heard of uh, Brian's uh, Facebook page prior to Not this incident? I've Brian's Facebook page, but um, have you sent me a friend request or any? I'm sorry. Look, I'm a single mom working in three jobs. I'm, I'm bar I barely have time to do anything. Christy, I'll share you the link. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, Christy, do you yeah. know that you're a superstar on my, you don't even know you're a superstar on the outside. Yeah, there it is. Your page, I'm sorry. <laughs> so Brian, uh, I've already forgiven you. So uh, we've obviously been dealing with this issue for a good number of years now. What makes Christie's story different? Uh, it, it's her. It's it's it, it was her braveness, her ability to be vulnerable, um, and let's be honest. Um, I think society has a softer spot for women, and I think we should. And I don't think we're used to seeing a big black shiner on our our women, our official or not. And so when I saw it, I know I was touched. I'm, I mean, my instinct was I want to I want to go beat somebody up and I'm just a little guy. I mean, look at me. I don't have any, but I, I'm, I'm mad. Right. I'm pissed. And I, so I think what makes her story unique is most I would say I would say I do have one video of a female soccer official in Virginia getting slapped by another female um, uh, parent. She, she literally walks on the field and she as you 10 game and slaps her and um but there wasn't as much visual evidence right so this is the first story uh from a female perspective uh 
that I've seen the visual um, and it just hurt my heart. And I think that's what makes her story even bigger than probably what it is, because let's be honest, these stories I get every single week, I just don't get them from the perspective of a female hitting a female and then having the visual evidence and, and, and it, it sucks. So, so Christy, besides the emotional and the psychological effects of what's going on, um, are there any other physical effects other than the black eye? Um, was um, anything broken? Bruised, no, nothing was broken. I did go um, to the doctor Monday morning because my ear, the inside of my ear and uh, the outside of my ear here was still bothering me. And so, of course, I knew this was going to hurt, but that was kind of concerning me. So I went to the doctor Monday morning and had a CAT scan done and um, nothing was broken, but she did actually indeed bruise the inside of my ear as well. So are, where, we, where do we stand? I mean, I'm assuming you're pressing charges. Yes, I did. Yeah. Bravo. Can we give her a round of applause? Kudos to you. Everybody Kudos to you. Yeah, seriously, because a lot of Good. officials don't have a backbone to follow through with that. So please stay the course there. Um, she tried to intimidate me out of that. Um, when I got to the police station that night to actually sign the charges and talk to the um, police officer that had arrested her, he came out there and told me, um, she says, if you continue through with pressing charges on her, she's going to press charges on you. For what? That's what I said. I said, for what? And he said, <laughs> and I said, okay, because I didn't do anything. And I've got right. a ton of witnesses that clearly saw the whole thing. I never even raised my arm like I was going to punch her back. None of that. Well, um, Oh, and Christy, can I tell you, um, if, if, if you need legal help, we, we started a thing called RAT, which is Referee Abuse Tracker, and uh, there's a 1-800 number, but long story short, there is an attorney that we have on in our system uh, that will help people uh, like you. He's also a soccer official, um, and um, so listen, don't be scared of all that crap. That, that's just intimidation tactics, and, but if it does get to a point where you need legal help, I'm, I'm, we are more than willing to, to send you some hours and some, some legal attorney um, expertise. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm being like you footy guys more and more, Barlow. Right? <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, Look, I'll be the first one to tell you, I don't know a darn thing about soccer. <laughs> no, what? Neither do I. I've not been told that. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know a damn thing about soccer. You obviously don't either. You're blind as a bat out there. Can't see blind. <laughs> Yeah, blind as a bat. But uh, no, I, I'm glad that you're pressing charges and I, hopefully you you continue the course there. And listen, not, unfortunately, it's, it's going to take it's going to take holding people accountable um, to is. get them to uh, to change their ways. It's, and this is a culture thing, guys. And and, and Chrissy, yeah. this, this is a this is a culture thing. We we have, um, unfortunately, uh, you know, not to get on my my soapbox here, but we as officials for many, many years um, have been told to have thick skin. And I'm telling officials all over the world at every opportunity that I get that this is no longer a thick skin thing. Uh, it is not about having thick skin. It's not about having thin skin. It's about accepting um, people's behavior and what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And for way too long, we've accepted uh, irrational, illogical, irresponsible behavior at our games, especially these youth yeah. games, right? right. And, yeah, and, and it's got to stop. We have, and we, we have to manage it. Nothing happened years ago 
when it was just, oh, you suck, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And then we went from that to invitations out to the parking lot to get your ass beat. You know, hey, you suck, come on out to the parking lot. When you get done, we'll rip your ass, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now we went from that to crap. We can't even get off the field. We're being attacked on the field, three steps off the field, in the parking lot, like the man, I don't know if it was last year or the year before in Texas, that was beaten with a baseball bat and he died three days later yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. I mean, what is going to have to happen for something to be done about this? At what point across the nation is the states that do not already have this as a felony to uh, assault an official? What is it going to take for that to be in place? It is not a felony in my state. And, and moving forward, I'm going to use this voice that I have now to mm -hmm. get that bill back out there. Mm -hmm. it, it pisses me off that it was out there last year and it died. Nobody, oh, yeah, they're not important. They can't see anyway. They won't know if this passes or not, right? So let's just not do anything about it. Had that bill been pushed through and signed last year, maybe she would have known, oh, hey, you know, I can't do that. Let me rethink this because I'm going to be a felon if I do because I, if I put my hands on her, there's going to be stricter consequences than this. I mean, come on, are you kidding me? $422 to bond out? Really? That's it? Yeah, uh, that's an hour of inconvenience out of your day, and I'm left with a black eye probably two weeks before it even completely heals up. Really? And then she's going to go, she pleads guilty. She's going to get a fine of maybe $500, suspended 30-day jail time if she gets in trouble anymore in her life she may have to serve that 30 days she may not who cares right it's worth it you get a little slap less than less than a thousand dollars is probably what she's looking at, at the well, end of and, yeah and you're right and listen i was on news nation uh on monday night actually there was a reference to uh i believe your story as well but um i it, you, you know what's going to take it's going to take us not showing up yeah. and, and it's going to take a unified voice not not just from umpires and football officials and soccer officials. It's gonna take a unified voice of at least there being one day, maybe a weekend, maybe an entire week, I don't know. I've had people try to head, get me to head this up for, for, for many years now, but it's gonna take us not showing up and them feeling the impact. And then also, I think we have to, listen, I was, my point to the News Nation story is I, I was on News Nation and I said, the anchor asked, what is the solution? And I said, the solution is at some point for basketball specifically, I said this for basketball, we have to start banning parents. Yes. Period. All of them. Because if the good ones can't manage the bad ones, then none of them deserve to be there. So for basketball, I get videos constantly every week from basketball. It's like an enclosed environment, the hostilities all inside, and it's, it's nasty. So I just said, listen, no one else is going to say it. I'm going to say it. Start banning parents in basketball from going to the games. Because let me tell you something. As soon as that happens, they're going to get pissed off. They spend a lot of money. They want to see their kids play. They have voices and they deserve to be there. Then act like an adult. And it's going to take someone saying, you can't come. And I guarantee once that's established, then we can start making change in the culture. But going back to my original statement, we established the culture. Culture, We as officials can change the culture, but it takes a unified voice of either A, not showing up, or B, every one of us saying, every time someone goes, hey, you missed that, ref. That's not a, that's not a bad statement, right? Going around saying, coach, I hear one more word, you're gone, and the game's over. What, we, I know every sport has their own parameters in which they have to act. 
But my point is this, as soon as the little stuff happens, we have to stop it. What we allow, we condone. What we condone turns out to this big thing and then someone gets punched. So we're our, we're our, own, our own worst enemies in some cases. But those are the things that have to transpire in order for this culture to change, either make people uncomfortable or make ourselves uncomfortable, take control of the situation. Let me tell you something, when I step, when I step on a soccer pitch, I promise you, I don't have any problems. I will call you out, I'll make you look like an idiot immediately. Now, not everybody can do that, right? right. But we all, have to ha we all have to have that mentality, get out of the mentality of the thick skin and get in the mentality of, I wanna get out of here alive. And let me tell you something, I flew to Detroit, Michigan. I met a family whose father and husband went to go ref a soccer game on a Sunday afternoon, four or five years ago in Detroit. Gave a red card, died. Sucker punched like you, Christy. Sucker punched. Never even knew that he hit the ground and was dying as he fell. I stepped on his, I was, I was side by side with his tombstone with his wife and his two sons. And let me tell you something, nothing ever will change you than being on the graveside of one of your colleagues who made a decision and died for that decision. And that's where we're at. So Christy, your story hit me hard and it should hit every single official and everybody in youth sports and every parent and every president and every league administrator, they have to watch this. They have to know that people like you are upstanding citizens who give our free time, not for the money. We're not getting rich on this. Yeah, as if. Right? Yeah. We have it for the love of the game. We love being around the kids. Yes, we, we admit we make mistakes. Yes, we're constantly learning. Nothing justifies getting sucker punched like this. So I'm pissed off. And you have a voice now. You have a story now. And, and you know what? And it's great because it's going to take things like this to get people to go. I, and let me tell you something. I have every single day, every single week, every single month, people telling me I don't act like this anymore because it looks awful and I don't want to be the guy or the girl that shows up on your page. And now you have your story and I encourage you to go tell the world, you have, this is a badge of honor. Go tell the world because it's going to take you, it's going to take me, it's going to take the three of these guys and everyone else. It's going to take all of us to say, stop. It's enough. It is. Yeah, once we don't, and I was, Brian, I was thinking the same thing along the lines of like a national blue flu, because truth be told, they need us more than we need them. Absolutely. And so if we stand united as a community and say, what you going to do now? Now do we have your attention? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, it, it's gone beyond that point. I mean, and we do, we, we need it to be a felony. I mean, in the state of California, it's not even a felony to punch a police officer, if you can believe that. Yeah. And isn't that crazy? It's not a felony. Yeah, it's nuts. It's a misdemeanor. <laughs> it is an additional and, misdemeanor charge. It's all yeah, right. an additional misdemeanor charge. What, by doing that, what are we telling people? That it's okay? That it's a slap on the wrist? That's, a, oh, no big deal. 500 bucks, uh, no big deal. Bullshit. Yeah. It's got to stop. It has to stop. What are we teaching these children? You know, what, what kind of message are we sending these children? And I think part of the problem in society as a whole um, that we live in now is there is no respect for authority, none. 
There's no, we have completely lost any kind of respect for an authority figure in our lives. And we're teaching the next generation of children that are coming up that that's okay. And it's not okay. But as an official of a game, whatever sport it is, you are that authority figure for that game. You are the one that controls that game. You run that game. You make the calls. You are the one that is in charge of it. And there's no respect for that, none whatsoever. It's, it's completely gone. It is, and, and 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 what and what happened to what happened to? Okay, let's just let's just say, Christy, that you missed that decision. But I didn't. But okay, but you didn't. <laughs> let's just say that you did. Hypothetical. Hypothetically, Hypothetically, I missed the call. Okay. Ah, Christy, just a call, not that one. Yeah. A call. Yeah, a yeah. call. Okay. Let's just, say, let's just say you missed it. I, I've always taught my kids, and I was taught when I was younger. First off, if I ever disrespected anyone, much less someone in uniform, I got my ass whooped by not only my dad, but my grandfathers too. Okay. But, but let's just say you do miss this call. I look at my kid and I go, hey, get up, get on with it, get to the bench. You're out. She called it. Yeah. You know, we, sports is supposed to be developmental. And, and it's supposed to teach us about life and overcoming adversity and not always getting the calls to get what you want out of life. And I, I tell my, my coach friends and my fellow colleagues all the time, I'm like, use those moments where there's clear discrepancy or clear error. <clears throat> those are teachable moments. Hey, we might have, we might, she might've missed it. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Let's get on with the game. All right, get up, you lose. You know, what, what happens when you lose? Oh, you put your head down, you get mad. No, 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 get your heads up. Hey, you kicked your ass today. We look forward to, we look forward to playing with you next time. Hopefully we can kick your ass next time. What happened to that? But everybody wants to blame somebody and it's sickening. And it's, and it's, really, it's really weakening and watering down what the true elements of sportsmanship and sports are supposed to be about. And that's what's most shameful about all this is we're treating our fellow human beings like boo-boo and then we're missing out on the true entity of what sports can be. There are great unifying moments in sports if you allow them to happen. And I hate to tell you this, Christy, as awful as that thing was to you, it's a great unifier. And it's gonna cap capture a lot of people's attention and it's gonna force a lot of people to change their ways. You were just a tool, so welcome. Yay me. <laughs> why me? Why, why do it have to be me? Right. But I, I know you. what you're saying. I, I, I do. And, you know, I've been accused of being, oh, she's just a damsel in distress and she just wants all this attention. Whatever. Look, I never intended Ooh. this to happen. I never intended right. it to go like it did. I didn't make that public when I first made the post. I mean, just being honest. But, you know, I did, I did make it public so it could be shared. But, you know, now here we are, and I feel like at this point, I mean, I've got to use my voice. I've got to use this story because my hope is at the end of the day, number one, is that laws across the nation and states that do not have it as a felony to an assault of an official will change, particularly my state, because, hey, that's where I'm at. You know, I need this change. I need to protect my guys, my umpires, you know, my, the officials across the board, across the nation, though, have to have a feeling of, hey, somebody's got our back and we don't have that right now. Mm -hmm. we, we do not have that anywhere. 
we're, we're, there's nowhere that we feel like, you know, hey, well, so-and-so is going to have my back and so-and-so is going to come, you know, and, and address this situation and, and help. No, no, other than another official that's there, you know, which, which I will say this, all my guys are livid. I mean, they're ready to hunt this person down and, you know, whip some ass and whatever. I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. Nobody's going to do that. That, that just will escalate the problem. And then we're retaliating in a way that we think is not okay to begin with. You know, that's not the answer. That's not the answer at all. We're gonna use this as a platform to get stricter laws in place, stricter punishment in place. So maybe hopefully that will deter this from happening again to another official. And that's my hope. And I can already see, I've had messages, numerous messages on Facebook from uh, just a random parent. Hey, look, I just wanted to reach out to you and tell you this is embarrassing for me to say, but I was that parent. Yeah. I'm that parent that yells at you and cusses at you and and whatever. And I just want you to say, that, you know, I want you to know we are so sorry that this happened to you. We're going to change that behavior. I'm making a conscious effort today that I'm no longer going to yell at an umpire or an official I'm, I'm going to stop that behavior and if that can happen and that can take off and move from this then that's that's my biggest hope and prayer is that parents will start waking up and realizing that this is not okay it's not okay to verbally abuse anyone and it's certainly not okay at any time to put your hands on another human being because you don't agree with a call in a ball game it's not okay you know, and like I said earlier, when, when there's no officials to call any games anywhere, this is why. Yeah. This yeah. is why. We're sick of it. We don't feel like we're protected and safe. There, you know, it's, it's got to stop. It, it just has to end. Yeah, it does. Well, and you have the platform now. So let's, let's, I encourage you to continue to take advantage. And as a matter of fact, I'll, I'll even give you, give you a little, bonus and that the first time you take the pitch back you hit me up and um if i if i can make my schedule work i'll come out there and unfortunately the press tends to follow me wherever i go at times and with your story attached to it i don't think it'd be very hard to get a little bit of press and 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 i would also say to 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 the woman uh, do we know her name does she even yeah. deserve a name besides asshole um uh, no, to, to no, the woman that hit you um, her, no. yeah i i um I would encourage her to um, um, to, tweak, to take a, a look in the mirror, and uh, I would love to be an umpire at her next game. Uh, shit, <laughs> what do you guys do? I mean, it can't be that hard. It's called balls and strikes, right? I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, face her out. Yeah, I mean that's it's easy, right? So um, yeah, yeah I love to, yeah, yeah, Barlow. Come on down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'd love to be the umpire at her first game because let me tell you something, she wouldn't get to watch much of it. And uh, and I think that's the approach that all you officials, especially in that region, have to have. And and I encourage you guys all to band together, not just regionally, but nationally. And and uh, and really just use this to make a statement of it's got to stop and and make people uncomfortable and start. And, you know, that means sometimes we have to change, too. You know, like like I said, when when things start to get just a little bit in your ear, you know, it's just. Let's just manage it. Let's just manage it now. Get rid of it. And um, but no, I, I I'm a big fan of yours. Um, and and I'll, I'll help you in any way I possibly can. And and I but my point to this is ride out the publicity as long as you can. That's you know that's one of the things that will help change the culture that is that is currently being accepted. I'm gonna say this. Um, I can barely keep my head above water at this point, and I know it's a good thing. 
but I also have two kids I'm raising. I also have my regular job, you know, I also have just life in general, you know, the cleaning of the house, the grocery shopping, the everything else that comes along. And, and it's, um, it's just been a lot. And, and I do, I'm not saying that it doesn't need to be out there. And I'm not saying I don't want to share my story. I'm just was not prepared for, I guess, what hit I was hit with, you know, I mean, I, I can't even keep up with how many interviews I've done and who I've talked to and whatever. I know I did a thing for Inside Edition yesterday. I think that's the biggest really thing that, you know, I've done, but. Um, it's, except for us. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't heard of us? Ums Care reached out to me and um, they've been great. So kind, yeah. very, very just outstanding put me in touch with um, Lance Barksdale which is a major league uh, professional baseball player spoke to him super super nice man I mean just awesome encouraging don't let this one person take you away from the game you know take you away from what you love doing it was super super nice to talk to him um, so it's been uh, it's been overwhelming but I know that in the end something good is going to come of it it has to. Well, could I ask one more question, guys? I, I, I have to go. And Chrissy, I think you have yeah. to go too. Um, so let me, and, and you guys can carry on whatever you want, but I just, I just have one more question. Um, sure. Are you going to continue to ump? I've been asked that a lot. I had games scheduled for Monday night this week and um, last night actually, and I, I scheduled someone else to take my place. Um, I'm not ready. I can't say I won't ever get back out there, but um, I'm not ready at this moment. Understood. Well, and, and I'll just end my part with this. Um, don't let her hit you twice. Right. That, well, she's been banned from um, all City of Laurel recreational facilities. Um, she's been banned from those. She's also, the whole entire team has actually been banned from playing USFA in the state of Mississippi. Good. So. That's a start, and I, I think maybe um, uh, some other organizations has banned this team as well. So um, maybe that'll be a big wake-up call for that organization. You know? Well, and what, and what I mean by that is, don't let her also take away the sport that you love being a part of in your in your in your spare time. Don't don't let her hit you, hit you twice, if you know what I mean. So yeah. I, I'll leave it with that, Chrissy. I've I've enjoyed getting to know your story even more from a personal level and gentlemen thank you guys for orchestrating this for for, for me um I, I like i said i i had thought about reaching out to christy but i knew how inundated she was and i had several other ref abuse and hump abuse things going on and i have a real job too uh, you know and um so um i i you know it's unfortunate that we're all together talking about this but i hope this voice and this message of this podcast today resonates and is seen by the people that need to see it the most and and christy like i said your your, your bruise is a badge of honor and and, and while it, it's unfortunate that it happened uh, it is just another visual evidence of the bullshit that we have to put up with as officials and nothing's going to change unless we stand together not just as as umpires not just as football officials or soccer officials but as officials as one and start taking care of each other and stop putting up with the bull crap in the stands um, uh, we're going to have to police and man this ourselves, unfortunately. So thank you guys for putting this platform together. I have got to get out of here. Christy, good luck. I thank better you. see you. Yeah. And I better see you on a, 
on a diamond somewhere soon, hopefully. All right. And thank you so much. Thank you very much, Barlow. We appreciate your Thanks, time. Barlow. All right. We'll be in touch. Good luck, guys. Definitely. Thank you. We'll thank you. see you. And Christy, thank you. I know you're on a time crunch too. So I just want to say how brave you are for, for doing this. And I, I can't imagine the onslaught of uh, emails and phone calls and, and things like that. Uh, but from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for being brave enough to come on our show, tell your story, and hopefully this will be a catalyst uh, for real change in our uh, officiating community. Yes. Thank you all so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was nice to meet each of you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on. Yeah, have a happy Easter. Thank you. Thanks, you. Christy. You thank too. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good rest you of too. the day. You too. Take care. Stay in touch. We'll try to stay in touch. So. Okay. Yes, for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Let us know when you get, decide to get back on the diamond because, yeah, it's going to take a little while. I understand. Yeah. Um, maybe Monday. Mm -hmm. Probably not. Probably not. But right. take maybe. Take time. Small, small yeah. little when you're ready to go back. Yeah. Yep. So thank you. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Appreciate Christy. It. All right. Bye. 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 Wow. Wow. Oh. Holy smokes. Jeez. Oh, I mean, youth baseball. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't get it. You know, there's, there's some little leagues around have signs that, hey, remember, there's no major league scouts here today scouting your, <laughs> you know, yeah, can you player? Um, yeah, they, they just got to start putting up signs saying no. I mean, verbal abuse of the officials is not going to be tolerated. You will be immediately ejected and have an administrator on site at every game. That you know, and and, and may, maybe it, it maybe not serve alcohol facilities where uh, tournaments are being those, held. Those, yeah, that, that that's does, a huge one. Yeah, that's huge. It's just like parents. Yeah, but but you know it is getting bad. Um, and and that one definitely caught my attention. Right, like like Barlow said, is like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I read we hear of guys get getting yeah. some, and then usually, you know, sometimes they pick on the wrong guy who fights back. But um, generally, the guys, the, the perpetrators, generally run at that point. But you know, to sucker punch someone is like, wow, that that's scary as heck. Yeah, I looked at my I looked at our Twitter page, and that's the first time I saw the story. And I opened up her uh, her little comment there, and I was just like, good lord. I mean, she, she tells the absolute truth about this and, and she ends it with basically umpires and I'm going to add in officials are not perfect. Never will be, but guess what? No one is, no one is perfect. And even that person made a mistake, but she's not owning up to the mistake that I assaulted Christy. And that what need, that is what is needed to be done is, <clears throat> Adults taking accountability for themselves. And well, yeah, the thing that stunned me reading said, looking in the mirror, looking in the mirror. And we've heard that all the time during these clinics and camps we go to. Take a look at the, the man in the mirror. Right, right. But here's the stunning part of reading the comments of how many, use Barlow's term, cheeseburgers are out there. Oh, the ump probably deserved it. It's like, oh, right. Yeah. What? No. What planet are you from? We're human. Right. Yeah. You know, or, or go back into COVID quarantine because you obviously forgot how to act in public. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. We need and, to... and it's not just youth. I mean, 12U. I mean, oh, my God. You know, we've, we've all seen 10U and Barlow was talking about it. 
But at the junior college level, one of the conferences we all work for is now had new procedures at least two facilities that we are escorted. We're told which gate to exit out of to go to which parking lot and we are gonna be escorted out. That's pretty sad when, you have, when, when it gets to that point. At a junior college level because of assaults on officials after the game by parents of 20 something year olds. Yeah. And oh. it's just, yeah. Plus, plus high school, uh, we've got things and, you know, Barlow touched on the coaches that get it. Unfortunately, we can count the coaches from college level on down who are like, Hey, yeah, the call. Yeah. You didn't get it. You're in a good position. I, I disagree with that call, but you know, move on. Yeah. Tell the player, Hey, move on. Right. You made a decision. Move on. Yep. Hey, don't stand here on the mound shrugging your shoulders at the umpire. That was his call. Yeah. That was his call. He doesn't like that pitch. Don't throw it there. Right. <clears throat> you know, because they know, well, if you do that to me, you're going to get a tuna can. But um, <laughs> if you stay at all. Um, yeah. But um, but the ones that's, you know, the whole blame thing. Then there's the coaches that come out. Well, I'm just here supporting my supporting my team. Yeah. I have to show the parents I'm, I'm out supporting the team. It's like, well. Dude, he was out by a step and a half. What the right. hell are you talking about? Yeah, well, just like the uh, the, the guy from uh, Texas uh, being assaulted as well. I mean, shoot, that when you watch the play, I mean, the the player was safe last Thursday, and right. I don't know what his argument could have been. It's like, were you not watching the same play that I was? You got to be kidding! And then he turns around and says something he probably shouldn't have said got tossed and then turned around and assaulted the guy. I mean, for the love of Peter, Paul and Mary, when is the, when are the, when's the punishment going to fit the crime? I mean, and as, and as much as I like to say, and, and you never want to have this conversation to begin with. You never just, you never want to have to talk about this stuff. Officials getting assaulted. You never want to have to talk about it. And what happened to Christy and the guy in Texas and all over the place, other uh, other officials being assaulted. If this is what it took to, to get us on the map and get our voice to be heard, great. At the same time, it's as, as much as it is a, as a help, it's a hindrance. Because don't think for a moment people who are thinking about becoming officials or uh, parents who have kids that maybe want to officiate, they're going to look at this and go, oh, hell no. Nope. No way. No, there's, nope. there's not enough money. There's I'll not enough. Something else to do. There's not enough stars in the cosmos to, to make me want to do that. No way. So as that. much as it is a help, it's a, it's a hindrance. I mean, we had a bad, a bad time before recruiting. This We're is going to put a us a tough time. It's going to put us in the gonna, toilet. Right. right. Well, it's part, part of the thing is during that a lot of guys didn't come back after the, the shutdown. Right year where they took a year off or two years off they realized that i don't miss the abuse right and the fact that we're not paid that much it's not worth my time i found something else quote unquote better to do yeah and it is just like uh barlow was saying it's going to take a national blue flu for us it's going to take us not showing up all over the nation and we got to get the scabs to go along with that Exactly. Don't take, even they're going to offer you $200 to work that $70 game. Right. 
and which should like, be 200 anyway but right exactly <laughs> don't take don't take don't, it just because they're off handing it, out exactly. cash yeah. right don't you'll get cash it. at the field no sorry yeah exactly no, no. It's we, like, no. We, we we've got to take a stand we got to put a stop to this and if the parents are at the game and they're like where are the umpires and the coach has got to tell them they took the day off because they're tired of the abuse they're yep. tired of hearing it so it just it, it's i don't want it to come down to that but it probably probably will or it'll take something bigger than this I mean, <clears throat> which has already happened but didn't make the news yeah right. so, so to so, kind of keep this momentum going um for for listeners who don't follow Barlow, Brian Barlow on Facebook. His page is Offside. Um, that is a good jumping point. And he's talked about a couple other uh, initiatives he has going. You can link to him off, off that side as well. Yeah. Um, get involved um, and see what we, we can do because this, it has to stop. Absolutely. No question about it. Well, it's been fun, fellas. I mean, God, we haven't been on a podcast uh, together for a while. Thanks for adjusting your schedules to uh, yeah to, get to... to get on. I mean, this was it was that important. Yeah, and uh, definitely. And I know Eric, you're busier than a one-armed paper hanger, and yeah. I appreciate uh, you uh, carving out a, an hour to to get on and and talk to us uh, about this subject. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, while we're. Um, hey, fellas. All right. Well, All right. Well, God, I forgot how we ended the show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I, I'll edit it in. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so. Something about Splendid Edition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank that's you for right. Joining us on the Splendid Edition. <laughs> that's right. Okay. This was a, a great. Ed- but, yeah, this is a good episode. Yeah, this is going to be really good. Yeah, so, definitely put it out on all the platforms. Well, thanks for joining us, you guys, on another splendid edition of Strike 3 Podcast. See ya later. Ciao. Thank you for joining us on season three, episode three of Strike 3 Podcast. And a very special thanks to a very brave woman softball UIC from Mississippi, Christy Moore, and soccer official and founder of the Facebook page Offside, Brian Barlow. Please join us on our next episode, uh, which is out of order, but it'll be with Samantha Wilson of Peoria, Arizona, and my wife, Ms. Brown, on the subject of umpire support. That listened to this episode. Bottom line is don't be a cheeseburger. Please don't be a cheeseburger. And remember, Strike Free Podcast, your source for taking your Oh, before you go, like all good sports officials, we value the importance of feedback. Please rate our podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get this podcast. Your rating will help us improve and assist others in finding the Strike 3 podcast. Or please feel free to email us at feedback at strike3podcast.com. That is feedback at strike, the number three, podcast.com. Thanks for listening.